Welcome into another edition of Camp Notes on Word on the Street. I'm Tony Lombardi with Russell Street Report. Camp Notes are brought to you by Panacea Life Sciences. Discover the healing power of CBD products. Shop at panacealife.com. It's P-A-N-A-C-E-A life.com. Use code RSR at checkout and get a 30% discount. Today, I'm joined on Camp Notes by Chris Schisler from Russell Street Report. Chris, how are you? I'm doing really well, Tony. Always good to talk football. Absolutely. So do you get a sense being out there? I know it's like your, what, your fourth or fifth time being out there that these practices are becoming a little redundant, that maybe the guys on the team are just really looking forward to the game against the Titans on Thursday and maybe compete against someone else other than their own teammates. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's getting a little redundant. They keep doing the same drills over and over again. They keep saying, seeing the same people across from them. And I think some of these guys just want to hit somebody. I think some of these guys are like, all right, it's hot. We're playing football. I just want to hit somebody. I want to get that part over with. Um, I definitely think that's a, a factor. Um, some of the guys who have, you know, who are young and they don't know that they've made the team. Yeah. They're going to be scrappy. They're going to be fighting a little bit. Um, but for the most part, no, it's, it's a little bit of, going through the motions and you can tell there's a game coming and you can tell that's what their focus is. Now, are, are you concerned at all about the tackling come Thursday? Because, you know, we've seen some reports from camps around the NFL that, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers are tackling and Kansas city chiefs are tackling, but the Ravens haven't done any of that yet. And, and are you concerned either from a physical standpoint or from a technical standpoint about the competency of the tackling on Thursday? Oh, I'm very concerned about it because when you get hit and you start hitting, it it takes a little bit to get used to. I remember when I played high school football, I always felt like it took me a week. It took me a week, maybe a week and a half, before it really felt like going through the motions of tackling and being like totally in flow. So, yeah, I think it's – once you get hit in the mouth, you know, it's – a whole different ball game. So I don't think they're doing anything like that in practice. And because they're not used to it, the other team might have an edge. The Titans might have an edge there if they've been a little more physical. I, it is a concern. I want to look, I want them to look crisp. I want to get something out of the game that we can use to make decisions. Um, and if you're not getting that, there's really no point. So it is a concern for me. I'm Tony Lombardi with the Russell street report talking with Chris Schisler, also from Russell Street Report. And Chris, we heard yesterday that Adafi Owe was in the backfield quite a bit. And, you know, he, he's been pretty steady. They talk about stacking practices. And what specifically are you seeing from Owe this camp that might suggest that he's taking his game to the next level? Yeah, Owe is putting it all together. Owe is – relying a little less on just the fact that he's quick he's using better body angles he is using his arms better in hand fighting he is playing at more acute angles to the ground he is using leverage he is understanding the game a little bit better he and he reminds me a bit of a young peter bulware in the sense that he's got all this raw talent but he's playing the game the way it needs to be played and he seems a little ferocious out there i i speak about guys who are looking forward to hitting. I think Adape Owe 
is looking forward to putting on a show. I'm not sure you're going to see much of him in the preseason. Um, and you probably shouldn't because he's the one thing you know you have at that position. But Adafi Owe is playing really, really crisp, clean. He looks like he's more technically sound than he was last year. He's, it's not just quickness. It's fundamentals. Talking about a guy who gets after the quarterback. How about a guy who protects the quarterback? Juwan James playing over there at left tackle in place of Ronnie Stanley until he gets back out on the field. How, in your opinion, has James looked? To me, Juwan James is looking like the best tackle on the Ravens roster. Um, you know, obviously, Ronnie Stanley's not out there. Um, but Morgan Moses and D- Daniel Falale, uh, you know, on the right side, you know, they're fine. Patrick McCarry, fine. Juwan James looks like a pro. He looks pretty solid out there. Um, I'm really interested to see if, you know, you get into a preseason game and maybe you get some reps for him, uh, see how he does against live action, because I really, really like what I'm seeing from him. He looks solid. He looks like he knows what he's doing. I'm pretty impressed with Juwan James. Again, at this point, it's kind of hard to tell. But, I mean, if he is the contingency plan, it looks like it's working. Tyler Lindenbaum is out with some sort of ligament injury on his foot and I know there's been conflicting reports about it being Liz Frank and uh, John Harbaugh denied that but in in his place who's running with the ones well it looks like Tristan Colon and Pat McCarry have both gotten some uh, action it was kind of hard to tell from where I was I was seeing a lot of the guards and tackles in in the middle it was harder to see it looked like Patrick McCarry and Tristan Colon we're both getting a good bit of the uh, work. Um, I think Macari was running with the ones. James Prochet has been a training camp star. And, of course, we all hope that he can take that success to the field on Sundays. Devin Duvernay, we haven't heard much from him now. I know he missed six practices with that, that thigh contusion. But how is he looking when he's been out there? Yeah, Devin Duvernay looks pretty sharp. He looks like he's back to normal. Uh, he, he looks like he's picked up back to speed. Uh, he didn't do a ton in the last practice, but he caught some passes. He looked good out there. Uh, Devin Duvernay, it's good to see him because he's an all-pro kick returner, and you need him to take the step up at wide receiver. So it looks okay. Chris, before I get to the rest of the questions I had for you, I wanted to mention our sponsor, Panacea Life Sciences. Pain management is crucial to performance from the NFL to the amateur athlete. CBD products are so special, non-addictive, and less expensive than big pharma products and over-the-counter meds without the side effects, and they do not get you high. Panacea is offering our listeners a 30% discount by using discount code RSR at checkout when visiting PanaceaLife.com. If you have any questions, please give them a call at 1-800-985-0515. Again, that's 1-800-985-0515. Oh, and one last thing. They have amazing products for ailing pets. Panacea Life Sciences, CBD products that work. Now, we, we've talked about Isaiah Likely a lot, Chris, and he's, he's been the He's, he's, he's commanded attention. He's stacked practices. He's done everything that you could imagine a fourth-round tight end to do out there on the practice field. And I think the light that's been shined upon him, plus you've got Mark Andrews out there and the return of Nick Boyle, we haven't heard much from Josh Oliver. 
Has he done anything, in your opinion, to stick around and be on the Ravens' final 53-man roster? The Ravens have a real problem because they have too many tight ends. And it might work itself out because the receivers probably aren't going to sack more than five. But when you look at the tight ends, Josh Oliver's doing pretty well. He's solid all across the board. The word I always use for Josh Oliver is solid because there's not one thing he seems to do poorly. He could be a better blocker, but it looks like he's bought in and he's doing a little bit better in that regard. It looks like he, you know, that's an area where you could see some strides. I think he's a young player who's just going to keep improving. Um, Josh Oliver is a pretty good athlete. There's nothing that says to me that he shouldn't be on the team, but that you have a surplus of talent. You have an absolute surplus of talent. What I like to think of it is Isaiah likely is is another Mark Andrews type player. Josh Oliver could be the Nick Boyle backup plan. Um, and that could provide him some value with the Ravens. Yeah, I think he's got a tough way to go about it. They drafted two guys. We don't know about Char- Charlie Kalar just yet when he's going to be recovering from that hernia injury. If Rashad Bateman is any indication, we probably won't see Charlie until around week three or four if he's available. So uh, I-, I think Josh Oliver could be trade bait. I don't know what they get for him but maybe he shines a little bit in preseason and attracts the attention of some team that's in need of a pass-catching tight end. Now, I want to shift some attention towards another backup, that backup being Tyler Huntley, who will be at the controls when the Ravens take on the Titans Thursday night at the bank. Any concerns that the offense might be, be slow to get into gear out there with Huntley at the controls? Well, the deep passing game that we're seeing in practice seems to only work with Lamar Jackson. Tyler Huntley has had the ball a little sag, saggy a bit uh, in the air. Uh, Tyler Huntley hasn't been practicing as well. He had an uh, a interception yesterday. Um, with Kyle Hamilton got his first pick. But Tyler Huntley, I'm a little concerned about it because he just has no rhythm. He doesn't seem to have a lot of confidence. And I wouldn't think much of Tyler Huntley if he looked exactly the same as he did last year. Um, if he looked a little better, I wouldn't think much of it. He's still our backup quarterback. But it seems like he's regressing a little bit. He Every time I'm out there, he hasn't been overly impressive. And the offense does seem to be a lot different with Lamar Jackson. The talent of quarterback play definitely drops off. And we knew that, but it's a real drop. It really is. And, and I know there were a lot of people out there that thought that Huntley might offer better value for what you had to pay him versus Lamar, because I, I thought Tyler Huntley did a serviceable job during the games he filled in for Lamar last year. And I expected an uptick in his progress this camp. And that just hasn't been the case. So looks like you're seeing the same thing that I'm seeing a, a veteran, yeah, the Ravens, a veteran that the Ravens brought in um, most recently with the bears local kid, Kyler Fuller, you know, from the days at, at camp that I, where I've attended and just watched him a little bit, uh, I haven't been all that impressed. Talk to a few of the beat writers who are there every day. That seems to be their consensus that Fuller has been somewhat disappointing. What is your take on Fuller? My problem with Kyle Fuller is if you told me he was a second year player with no name value and I just watched him practice, I, I, I would agree with that. Um, I, I would I would see what they were saying. Kyle Fuller doesn't look like the guy who has the big name value that he, he brings to the table. 
Uh, there's not much to him physically. He's he's really skinny. Um, he doesn't look jacked in a way that Marlon Humphrey does. And receivers are really having fun against him. Receivers are uh, – yesterday, Rashad Bateman burned past him, and it wasn't even a contest. Um, I, I just really think Fuller um, might be a shell of what he was. And you know what? I'm hoping to be wrong about this. I'm hoping to be wrong because – the Ravens need a nickel corner. Uh, I, I want to be shocked if it's one of the other guys, maybe a young guy like Demarion Williams or uh, Jalen Armour Davis. I, I'm Brandon Stevens has been hurt, but I really like him so far. Just about every corner, even I'd say Denzel Williams has looked a little more shiny than Kyle Fuller in practice. I've been impressed so far with the rookie class, the 2022 rookie class. Which of those guys will you be looking at most closely on Thursday and why? You know, it, it's hard not to say likely because I, I think his ability has just popped off. But I'm going to say Damarian Williams. Uh, he has had a really good streak of practices. And every time I'm out there, he plays really well. So the rookie I'm looking forward to is the corner, Damarian Williams. I, I, I really like Likely, I think he's going to be obvious, but Demarion Williams to me is that next choice of yeah, I need to see this. I need to see this in preseason because he's got ball skills. He's got ball skills. He seems quick. He seems really confident. I mean, a lot of young players seem scrappy and desperate. He seems really confident, and he he's made an impression on me. Yeah, I think the guys that I'll be focused on the most will be uh, Tyler Batty and Travis Jones. And, and the reason I picked Batty is because, you know, it, it would be difficult to expect or, or really, you know, too optimistic to expect J.K. Dobbins to be the guy he was what, before he got hurt last year. It's going to take a little time. So I think Batty is a guy who is a really good fit for this offense. And, and let's face it, Chris, if – the Ravens offense is going to be running on all cylinders. That ground game has got to get going. And I know oh, that they finished third last year, but uh, that wasn't bad given all the patchwork that they had to put together. But for the Ravens to get back to that 2019 style or brand of running the football early on, I think Batty's going to have to be an important guy. So I'm going to be focused on him because, as you know, it's difficult to really ascertain how effective the running backs and the interior linebackers are doing during training camp because they don't run it very much and they're not tackling. Mm -hmm. And on the I actually wasn't worried about him at all. I, I didn't pick Beatty because I just I think he's going to show up. I think he's going to show up. I I'm, I don't have many questions about that. He was a star at Missouri preseason football. I, I think he's going to put on a show. On the other side of the ball, the guy I'm going to be looking at the most is going to be Travis Jones. And I thought I'd look at Queen a little bit more, but I'm not sure how many snaps he's going to get. Uh, I, I want to see how Queen develops in his third year. But I, I think the guy that, that could really make a big difference on, on that defense is Travis Jones. And the reason being is he's, he's pretty quick for a man of his size. I think that he's going to command some respect from opposing offensive lines. And in doing so, that attention towards Jones may free up some of the guys on the outside. So your, your best friend for, you know, I know that most people, myself included, have been critical of the Ravens' pass rush, but one of the best ways to give that pass rush a boost 
is to have that interior pocket collapsing. And I think Travis Jones is a person that can do that, a player that can do it, and I'll be watching him most. Uh, what other two things you'd like to see, uh, or at least what are two things you'd like to see on Thursday, one thing on offense, one thing on defense? Okay, on offense, I want to see the offensive tackles, whoever's out there, look good. I want to see my fear of protecting Lamar Jackson, even though he's not going to be there, protecting Tyler Huntley on Thursday. I want to see the fear of protecting the quarterback eased a little bit. Um, I, I want to see if Daniel Falale can make a push in the preseason to say, hey, look, I should get on the field. Um, I want to see Morgan Moses look solid. He's, he's had practices that scare me. I want to see the tackles look sharp on offense. And defensively, the thing I want to see is where does the pass rush come from? Where's the pass rush come from? I don't know how much Adafi Owe you're going to see. I want to see Travis Jones, like you, you mentioned. I think he's a huge, huge thing. But outside linebackers, who makes, who makes an impact? Because you're not going to see Justin Houston. I don't know how much you're going to see of Adafi Owe. This is a great chance to see somebody step up. Um, maybe a Stephen Means, somebody. Somebody step up an outside linebacker to show me that we can get to the quarterback. It'll be interesting to watch, Chris. Thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your time. And thanks, everyone, for listening to Camp Notes on Word on the Street. And please be sure to hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts. All right.